Welcome back to Retail Therapy. My name's Will DeFries. My right, Barrett Dudley, how are we doing today? I'm doing great. Um, would you like to compliment me on my hair? Because I got it cut today. This is this is the wedding haircut right here. How much pressure went into the wedding haircut? Your hair looks great. A lot, a lot did. Um, and I feel my my stylist Corinne at uh, at Deseo Salon, who always does an unbelievable job. I feel, she just she was just like especially on point today. She had you know? to. Be. She, she had to. Be. This and is this is where you make your money. This exactly. And like I, I just feel like it's, you know, I. Producer Randy, we were just talking about this. He likes he likes a two week. That's too much. You know, jump like like he likes to get a hair. He thinks his hair looks best two weeks after the haircut. Is that right? Is is that right? Oh, I'm sorry, Randy. Uh, it's true, and I also have a wedding haircut anecdote too. But yes, I do. Right, like right. So I'm I'm weeks. more like a week, three, you know, even a few days. But I just feel like it's already dialed. So I'm, you know, it looks it's good. Like, um, you should be happy. So that's 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 uh, that's very exciting for me, and. Um, yeah, I took I took your lead. Um, you you had you've been you've been bullish on your Kevin Murphy products. Oh yeah, yeah. Which which Corinne had been using the free the, this one called Freehold on me the last couple of times I was there, and then when you started talking about Kevin Murphy, that I like I I eventually I put the pieces together that that y'all were using like the same brand of products, mm -hmm. and so I finally I finally scooped a couple. I, I got the I got the small. It's really nice too that they, they do small containers. Yeah, you can get a you can get a small one to test. It's necessary. Out, it's necessary. Which is awesome. You don't have to spend thirty dollars on a product you've never used before. So I got the Night Rider and the Rough Rider. The Rough Rider is the one that you've been liking, right? Uh, I have both. Or, oh, you do have both. So since I bought them, I have gone from having relatively short hair to having uh -huh. some longer hair. Yeah. And so if I had my shorter hair, I would like these two because they're extreme hold. I haven't bought any more okay. uh, product when now that my hair's a little longer. Well, so the, the freehold might be the one for you. It's more like a like a like a grooming cream almost. But yeah, yeah, I like I wasn't loving like what my hair was doing with the with my current products, and then like one time with this. This is not sponsored, by the way. Not I sponsored. Wish they, I wish it was not sponsored. Uh, one time with the, I haven't even tried the the Rough Rider, but the Night Rider, I was just like, this is this is phenomenal. This the, is this is what I needed was a new product, and um, I'm just so I'm just you know, feel like I feel like good hair days are in my future. Will. The Rough Rider is what I've been using, um, not as much. Uh, okay. I've been using the other one. Yeah, the Night Rider. The Night Rider is it, that's that's some solid stuff right there. It's very clayey, like yeah. very, and that's fine. But it doesn't it doesn't like it's not too like clumpy or like you, it, yeah. just, it doesn't. It's not it like takes weighing so, your hair down. At first, I was going with my my old method, which mm -hmm. is get a bunch on your hand, yeah, just mix yeah. it around, and start putting it in your hair. Uh -huh. Now I've realized that you can't. I can't operate like that with okay. this stuff. I have to do smaller swipes that are more intentional okay. to put in there and do it. Um, unfortunately, today I didn't. I did not have time this morning, or that's that might not be the word to say. I forgot this morning to put anything in my hair, so it was a little difficult. To, uh, but normally, I enjoy doing it every single morning. But it's been a. It's been. It's been weird to trudge through going from short hair to long hair. Like it's been difficult to figure out how to mix in yeah, yeah. new hair product no, gotta, yeah, with yeah. a change in hairstyles. Yep. And so yeah. I don't really know what I'm doing right now. I'm yeah. kind of just shooting from the hip. But I've been pretty happy with everything overall. Yeah. I just need to figure out how I can like not spend a million dollars trying to figure out the perfect product for the different phases that my hair goes in in uh, span. I don't think I've had a haircut since mid-December, if that tells you anything. Yeah, yeah. I've had Sally trim up the back a little bit, but uh, our hairstylist went out on 
maternity leave and she hit me with a text saying she was back. And I was like, you know what? I'm kind of liking this longer hair. I think I'm going to let it go a little bit. Yeah, it's good. I like it too. A little lettuce action. Yeah, yeah. It needs it needs a little shaping up, which I'm hoping to get done before the wedding next week. I'll give myself a three to four day buffer. Okay, but we'll see. Well, let's play a little game here called "Does this guy listen to retail therapy?" My barber said that a guy came in yesterday, new new customer. Yeah, and got a haircut two days before his wedding. New barber two days right before not knowing there. <laughs> Reckless. This guy listens Reckless. To yeah. Yeah. That's, I don't think he does. He's really going out on a limb here. That is, yeah. That, that, I mean, but like a lot of guys probably out there like that, you know? Yeah. They're just like popping into Bird's Barbershop or whatever. And it's just like, who's available? There's my times. Haircut, my haircut, my wedding's in two days. I need a, I need a little edge up, you know? There's times that I wish I wasn't so dedicated to the person that I have. There's times I wish I could just be like, you know what? I want to do something different and yeah. not feel guilty. Like I almost feel, I feel so guilty if I go somewhere else. Even when yeah. she was on maternity leave the first time, I was like, I got to get back. I feel, I feel bad. I was also worried I was going to get just like swindled away. Yeah. I thought I was going to yeah. get. Speaking of haircuts, up. the, uh, the cool young designer, the cool young male designer at Howler Brothers popped in uh, with a new haircut last week. Guess what he had? Bleach. A fade. Okay. Yeah. Yep. Does he an EPL guy? Huh? Uh, maybe a little bit. Yeah. Okay. okay. Yeah. I mean, does that make you think that you, maybe you should go fade up right now? It does. Now? It does. And not, I mean, not before the wedding, but it, it, but as somebody that likes to change up hairstyles and do interesting things, like I am, I'm officially in the fade zone. Mm -hmm. Like, do I need to be thinking about, well, after we mentioned Phil Foden, by the way, he went out like the very next day and had a hat trick. It's the retail therapy bump. Yeah, it's like, yeah. I can't believe that we, we don't talk about specific <laughs> players. Most of the time EPL comes up. So to talk about Phil Foden, just that aggressively and have him go out and immediately get a hat trick. I was like, that's yeah. kind of funny. And they were, who they playing Brentford. So they were in London. Like, you yeah. know, like he tore up the clubs that night. You had to. Yeah. Do you stay in London? If you're, if you're there for the night, Do I don't they? think, I don't think you hop on the PJ on the way home. I think you got to let it rip well, in London. Well, for once again, one my, my, I, I have zero concept for like how far away Manchester is from London. Not, I have none. It's I have just no concept. Not, England is tiny. Yeah. Like, I, you always see maps of, like, this is what these states look like over the UK. And I'm always like, this has to be fake. And then I'm like, like no, they, it's not. Like, like, do you think they're – are they riding the bus? Are they riding a bus from, from Manchester no, to London? No, no. They're absolutely not. No. I think you ride a bus if it's, like, you know, city to city. city yeah, if you're if yeah. it's, like, up in the north and you're just kind of going from, mm -hmm. like – I think if you were going to Newcastle, you'd just ride a bus. Okay. But I could be I could be absolutely incorrect there. You think they're they're hopping on the charter then? Yeah. Yeah. All right. yeah. Yeah. It is a four hour and four minute drive. Okay. So yeah, that's a they're they're hopping on that. But it's probably that probably means like a forty five minute plane ride. Uh an hour plane ride okay. and a three hour train. Okay. All there right. you go. I mean, you could take a train. Yeah. I don't think they're taking a train. Yeah. I don't think they're getting first class tickets and walking up to like the You the, don't think they're just hanging out. Dude, I uh, new life goal hanging out in the drink cart with phil Foden. it'd be great it'd be great <laughs> i mean just when i the one time we took a train in england like a long train ride when we went from uh london to edinburgh mm -hmm. we went we passed through newcastle all the guys all the old men in their newcastle jerseys got on started reading their newspapers and complaining about stuff and then Hell they yeah. got off at the uh the the stop and i was just like that was great like just being a fly on the wall for these like old dudes just going to the games together it was just it was a very fun experience to watch from afar should we get some announcements out of the way? Before yeah, we let's get into do so. Yeah, we, we have a lot of announcements. We have some bad news. I'm going to start with the bad news because okay. I'm going to finish okay. with some good news today. Okay. Uh, currently, our YouTube channel is non-existent. Uh, while I won't get into the reasons behind that, uh, just know that today's episode likely will not be on YouTube. But because we do host our, our podcast through Spotify, 
you can watch episodes. And uh, if you're listening on Spotify right now, there is video. If you're listening on Apple Podcasts right now and you wish you were getting video, you can go watch the video on Spotify. Please go check it out. Uh, Next, I would like to also apologize. I did not do a listener digest for our last episode. Oh, no. The week got ahead of me. Wow. I'm just going to be upfront about it. I don't miss these very often. The week got ahead of me. And at this point, I just think we need to put the eyes on the future. Okay. I don't think we need to live in the past at this point. So if there are any really good links, I'll make sure to put in the next uh, listener digest a bunch of stuff there. But if you want to subscribe, go to the description of the episode. And please go follow Retail Pod on Instagram. More on that later. I need Barrett to gas me up to do something later. And so we'll talk more about the Retail Therapy Instagram in a little bit. Okay. Um, we do have a couple things that we need to tease right now. I'm not usually a tease boy, but I'm really excited about uh, both of these things that we have coming out. We're going to start off with a Sunday Scaries product that I've been working on since September with an artist named Jocelyn Kowalski. Long it's, time coming. It's been very fun working with her. I first met her at the Dead Shows in San Francisco. And when we started uh, corresponding, it was mainly about switching some tickets around because she wanted floor seats and I wanted to have some seats. And uh, through that, we started tossing around the idea of maybe doing a shirt together. She knew I had Sunday Scaries uh, and I knew that she was just a really, she was my favorite artist that was putting out Grateful Dead stuff. And so we wanted to do a Sunday driven shirt. And so we came up with this concept that had some roses in it. This is the back of the shirt that's on the screen right now. It says the sound of Sunday and just has some hand-drawn roses. And then in the very bottom corner is my favorite Sunday show from the Grateful Dead. They actually played it as the Warlocks because I think they were in trouble for playing too many I don't think the um, I don't think Hampton, Virginia was a fan of Grateful Dead at that point. Okay, right. And so I think they were like, all right, we're doing a show under the Warlocks. <laughs> and so they did a show then. Um, and then the front of the shirt is uh, actually go to the tags. We did some custom tags. It's an old tape that says Very just Sunday cool. Scaries and Jocelyn Kowalski. Great little nice detail. It's a nice yeah, touch. Yeah. That was her idea. And I absolutely just was like melting when she brought it up to me. But the front of the shirt was mainly my idea. It was the old Maxwell ad where the, the guy's sitting there just getting crushed by by the sound waves coming out of the speaker. Yeah, yeah. So we hit him with a uh, little skeleton, some roses coming out, and then just a speaker with a kind of a wonky Steely logo on it that says, uh, sounds so good, it keeps the bad away, which I think is very Sunday Scaries. These will probably be going on sale on Tuesday after this episode records. Uh, they'll be on sale through Jocelyn's site. Had an absolute blast doing this with her. Not only, like I mean, we had numerous FaceTime calls. We've been texting nonstop about it for what feels like months now. But it's been it's been really fun. And now now I get to go hang out with her at the Sphere shows. Yeah, the shirt is sick. Um, it's honestly it's 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 detrimental to 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 my aims because now like I I it, we can't follow th this with a with some trash retail therapy product. No, Will? we can we can absolutely do that. <laughs> we can absolutely do that. And this shirt might not just exist on just a t shirt. It might end up on a uh, crew neck as well. So okay. if if you see that at launch, just know that that's there. Wow. We also have another product launching. Probably later in the week, maybe next Sunday, that are some Sunday Scaries boxers, kind of lounge shorts. These are nice boxers. They're green. They've got a nice embroidery on them, and they have a button closure for anyone wondering at home mm. so you don't have anything slide out at the wrong time. <laughs> That's very important. Yeah. Yeah. You know, underrated design feature there. Well, the way the way that I was thinking about it was if somebody was at a pool and they wanted to pack these and use them as like shorts to walk out in uh -huh. with maybe something on under, they could absolutely do that. But if they didn't have the button closure, you might get a little worried walking out of somewhere uh, going commando in those. Yeah, so just, yeah. yeah, there's a button closure. But well, I'll have more information on those first. Uh, the, the shirts are priority and then the boxers will be coming right after. Would you recommend maybe like, I don't know, like rolling them a few times, putting them on over some tight 
tights and wearing them as pants, basically, like in the uh, in the vein of a of a Mew Mew outfit. Could you, you could, could you pull that off? Do you think that could I, I pull that? No, off? could anybody pull that? off? I mean, you yeah. could pull it off. Why yeah. don't you do this? I Maybe think I you will. should do this. Maybe yeah. I will. yeah. Maybe I'll make a reel about it. <sighs> More about reels in a little bit. <laughs> I really need you to gas me up. I don't know why I'm so worried right now. Before we get into today's episode, let's hear from our friends over at Green Chef. If you want to elevate your everyday wellness with the number one meal kit for clean eating and discover new gut-friendly recipes each week, look no further than our friends over at Green Chef. Their new gut and brain health meal options include mouthwatering array of nutritious dinners, clean snacks, and functional drinks crafted to actively support the well-being of your gut and and enhance cognitive health. You can enjoy nutrient-dense, science-backed gut and health recipes, Developed in partnerships with registered dietitians that improve digestion, reduce bloat, as well as boost energy and immunity. But outside of that, Green Chef is just a great service. Each week, you can choose from 80-plus flavor-packed options, including new calorie-smart recipes and wellness bundles. You can mix and match meals and flavors from different dietary preferences like keto, Mediterranean, vegetarian, pescatarian. Whatever you are, you can make it happen with them. You can also build healthy habits the easy way with nutritious recipes from the number one meal kit for clean eating. Uh, their stuff is just high quality, honestly. Whenever I get it in the mail, it kind of feels like you just got a grocery delivery straight from the store. Always good stuff, yeah. They've got the uh, farm-fresh ingredients like figs, dates, artichokes, sustainably sourced seafood, and more. They're even CCOF, so Certified Organic Meal Kit, uh, certified with recipes featuring organic fruits and vegetables and organic cage-free eggs. So you know you know the stuff that you're eating is going to be good. It's fresh, it's filling, and we have yet to miss a meal yet whenever we get it in. I just always love getting it. Like I said, this stuff is so fresh that when you get it in, it does feel like you just got it from the store, so you know that it's just good. Go to greenchef.com slash 60scaries and use code 60scaries to get 60% off plus 20% off your next two months. Again, that is greenchef.com slash 60scaries and use code 60scaries for 60% off plus 20% off your next two months. Green Chef, the number one meal kit for eating well. Barrett? Yes. I'm very, very intrigued by what you're about to bring to the table yeah, right now. Yeah, yeah. Um, okay, so there's a Discord. It was previously the Club Cool Discord. I, st- I think it still features that logo. It's kind of the de facto retail therapy Discord at this point. Um, I need to be more active. We, we can pop a link somewhere if, if we want to. Uh, and... Uh, you know, there's a one of the one of the sections, one of the the, the cat- channels, if you will, is the on sale channel. And somebody recently like asked, you know, like what's everybody in everybody's sale season carts? A uh, lot of sales flying around happening right now. Although the essence sale did just end. Um, and uh, longtime listener of the podcast, friend of the pod, his name's Andrew. He he brought up that uh, that he had nothing in his sale season carts because he is attempting the rule of five in 2024. What is the rule of five, Barrett? And the rule of five is basically a, uh, a you know a program, if you will. It's um it's it's something to live by, and the concept is that you only buy five new pieces over the course of the entire year, and uh, the 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 reason for this is there's a lot of reasons. You know, I think that the that vintage and secondhand has has kind of been having a moment for the last few years. The, mm-hmm. the kind of the general look and aesthetic. But it's now kind of like coming together with climate change and with uh, global resources and just the fact that like the fashion industry at large is super wasteful um, and there are a lot of problems with it. And, uh, you know, there's there's a feeling out there that essentially like 
like like people have to change their buying habits, especially those that have means, um, to affect real change. And uh, we we can share the the link that I have here. It's uh, from from a, a Substack called the Rule of Five, and um, and the, the, what I've got here is basically it's 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 how to get started. It's things that that can help you reach these goals, um, <laughs> and uh, and it's basically like the the rule is that that you've got five things that you can add to your wardrobe over the cor- over the course of the year. Five new things. And then where and then does and then an where adi- do we land? There's an additional wrinkle that you can also buy five uh, pre-owned or vintage items. Okay. Okay. Now I, I don't know if that's a I don't know if that's an official rule. I think that might be an add-on to make this slightly easier. For the retail therapy crowd, that's going to have to be a. I an, think uh, that's yeah, going to have yeah. to be an addendum for us. I, I believe. I think so. I agree. I agree. <laughs> because yeah, I, I assume that the rule of five, while they might be about you know they they relate to consumption, they're not over-consuming like we're used to. Yeah, well, or they're right. at least attempting not to. They are attempting not to. That's exactly the and and this is this is directed like at people like me, you know, yeah. that 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 do are, are are guilty of conspicuous consumption at times. And this is like, you know, if you really this is basically this is this is whole 30 or dry January for the for for the for the shoppers among us. Basically. If you had to guess how many like clothing items you've purchased just this year alone, would you have already met your and take out actually take out wedding stuff though. Take out anything wedding driven. If you only had your purchases from this year, would you be over? No, not if I take out wedding stuff. I think the I, the, the, the wedding thing has been like I mean like you've never seen so many cardboard boxes before. It's insane. like it's just a constant churn of and like the like <laughs> Another article that I almost included in the rundown this week is about how like the like the you we can probably expect a bunch of websites to start changing their return policies. You know how much you know, like you know the dollar amount of returned goods last year, I think in the US alone. Is it in the trillions? It's almost a trillion dollars. I believe that. I believe maybe it. it was globe. I believe it. Like, like I, one thing I don't envy about large retailers is the idea of just the amount of returns they get and having to account for that. It just seems absolutely miserable. As somebody who used to process returns yeah. for the site that I worked for, it wasn't a fun thing to do, and it was always so depressing to have to go through and be like, "Oh, well, this really cool thing that we sold didn't yeah. fit, so now we have to just put it back in the system." And it was just always depressing. And doing that at a large scale, I think, would kind of ruin me a little bit. Yeah, p- apparently, ASOS and Urban Outfitters. And uh, essence and like uh, like like they're just handing out bans if you like meet some pattern that that flags the system. So now I'm worried that I'm going to get you know banned from my from my sites. Oh, know? for for returning too much. For returning too much. See, yeah, I'm yeah. I'm I'm probably a darling in their eyes because I'm the type of person that like I usually don't return things if I don't absolutely <laughs> have to. But see, I'm just. I- I'm but, lazy. But I also don't think you like like that that article actually and we can post a link to that as well. It kind of talks about how like a lot of people have essentially started like if you offer me free returns and ship and free shipping and these are items that I can't get my hands on in person like yeah sometimes I use it as basically like a like a dressing room. I don't like, normally I'm, do that because I'm going to try on a bunch of stuff, see what fits, see what works. If something's awesome, I'll keep it, but like otherwise I'm like I'm gaining information for next, you know, for yeah. next time. Like I want to see this stuff in hand. I want to try it on. I want to know what fits and what doesn't. And like, I'm, you know, so I, I, I have ordered 
with no intention to really keep stuff. My behavior in that is that because I don't like returning things so much, if I'm looking for something and I want to try on, I'll usually just try to figure out the store. Or if if the place where I'd order from has a store, I'll just try to go. I just hate dealing with it so much. I'd rather go park and and do that, even though it probably takes even longer. Yeah. And if you're a big online retailer like uh, Amazon that allows you to return at Kohl's and gives you $5 Kohl's cash just for (laughs) returning there, you know, maybe that's not a good policy. I have had to, I've I've done something stupid. uh, I did this with Tom Sachs general purpose shoes when I drunkenly bought them uh, on a whim mm-hmm, one night. Mm-hmm. I bought them in a women's sizing and I recently bought some. I, they might have been on my wish list. Some of the Predator Sambas that kind of came out. They've been all over my Discover feed yeah, like crazy. Yeah. And I bought those in a women's sizing recently. And I'm just really getting down on myself here. I, and I'm just so bummed about this. Yeah. I'm really tired of that's. I mean, Adidas is super confusing about that, especially. I truly, I truly thought that there was no way I could have messed that up. And when I got it in the mail, I was like, maybe it was there. Maybe it was their error. I don't really know, but yeah. I don't think it was. So, um, yeah. So one of the things that I, I, I liked here is that, that to, to achieve the five, right. One of the suggestions is to break this down into seasons. So you get five seasons, January 1st to March 7th, March 8th to May 25th, May 26th to August 16th, August 17th to October 31st, which, you know, that one would be easy cause it's no Coptober anyway. Uh, and then November 1st to December 31st. Another hard part about this is that this includes gifts. No, 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 it doesn't. It does not include gifts. <laughs> it cannot include gifts. But um, yeah, there's there's all sorts of evidence. There's all sorts of stats here. Uh, if you want to run through them, seventy five percent of garments are not used again after six months of wear. Um, I believe that. Apparently, a lot of returns. I, I don't believe this part for for like the high end retailers, but it, but maybe somewhere like Amazon, a lot of returns never get put back in stock. Yeah, like they just end up as as trash. Yeah. Uh, and, and this is all just factoring into like people being, I just, we're about to talk about a couple more apps. And I think that there, there's a real push to just be more conscious about not like collecting clothes basically and good and, and, and consumer goods. And at like, I think at large, but like, I feel, I feel that push yeah. and I feel it myself. Like I don't want to have a closet full of stuff I don't wear. Right. I just don't want the, I don't want to waste space doing that. I also don't want to invest in things that I'm not going to wear because why would you do that? Yeah. And I want to make sure that everything I invest in is of good quality. And so I do feel like I am buying fewer things and wearing them more. I really, I, I will pat myself on the back. I do a good job of wearing my expensive things a lot. Yeah. And it's because I can't stomach not wearing them and yeah. getting that cost per wear down. I have to. I mean, and it's one of the things that I like, like, like have really, really thought about o- over the last prop, you know, six, eight months as I've pulled back, had to buy a lot more things like for, for this one kind of specific weekend. And when I am like looking at other stuff, it's very much like, okay, well, like, like, when are you going to wear that? Or what is it kind of replacing? Mm-hmm. Or what like, is it replacing is a huge one. Or me. if you get, because like if I get another lightweight jacket, it's just reducing the amount of wares that all my other lightweight jackets mm-hmm. are going to get. Mm-hmm. So there, 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 I, 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 I picked this up and I posted this and wanted to talk about it because there's a part of it that's like really appealing to me. Yeah, absolutely. You know, to like, to really put parameters on yourself and be, and, and be very strict about like having to think about exactly what it is that you need. Uh, another piece that I really like here that, that that's a suggestion is is set yourself up a little reward, right? Like if you're pulling back on the spending, it, that that probably allows you to buy something really nice in one of your seasons. True, true. 
you know? Yeah. Like you'll probably suddenly like realize that you can afford like this big splurge on a bag or a jacket or whatever it might be. Yeah. Because you didn't buy six t-shirts and four new pairs of jeans and three new sweaters and a hoodie like over the last six months. The last thing I truly splurged on was the pants that I'm wearing right now. I bought a pair of Drake's pants when we were at the store in New York. I got I knew that they were out of my price range, but I really liked how they fit. I knew that I hadn't bought a like an expensive pair of pants really ever for myself that didn't have to do with formal wear. And so I was like, I'm just going to do this. And ever since I've got them, they've been my most worn pants. I wear them all the time. Like they're like a pair of jeans to me that just I don't like taking off. And yeah. so like it's I don't feel bad about sp- that spend anymore. And I feel more comfortable knowing that if I want to go back and do that in the future, I won't be wearing my cheaper pants anymore because I like the quality of these so much that I will wear them nearly every day because they yeah. just feel so good. And so it's, I mean, what percent of your shopping these days is vintage? None. I don't, I don't like vintage. Shopping. See, I like the idea of it. I just am not good at it. And so my, one of my goals this year is to get better at it. I want to be able to go find something that's maybe vintage that I would like yeah. to wear and start doing that instead of just getting emails about something and being like, oh, I really like this coat. I'm going to go buy that. I know that there's probably a really cool vintage version of that coat that I could find that I'd be psyched on that I could get for maybe a fraction of the price, or maybe I'm spending even more because it's a really nice version of a vintage piece, but I just currently don't do it. Yeah. Uh, well, do you, what do you think that you could do rule of five slash rule of 10 with the five added secondhand pieces? I think I could figure out how to do rule of 10. I don't think it would be an enjoyable year for me. I love the endorphin rush of buying something Uh, online. I love getting something that's like new and current. I've been talking now with our friend James. He's been, he's been saying like, dude, they, they cleared off the uh, ALD stuff. They, they're blah, blah, blah. Like he's been talking, he's like, they're going to do a launch soon. I'm like, yeah, okay. They're going to do a launch soon. I need this launch to happen before I leave town next month. And I'm going to, I'm going to Mexico next Uh month. I need this to happen soon because I need to flex. Like (laughs) I have the, I have the like intrinsic need to flex on people for for no reason. Well, it'll happen in the next couple of weeks that February is, is always drop one. So I just um, really, I need these things to be in before March 6th. That is okay. That you, that might be cutting it close, but that's, yeah, that's the type of thing that you definitely like you have to eliminate is basically the impulse. Like I have like I have to have it because I know it's going to sell out like you have to like el- you you have to pull that out of your brain a little bit. One of the things she suggests is to just delete at like unsubscribe from every You'd have to. promotional email You'd have to. that you get. But like even if you did um, that, you could go back later during your spending window. Yeah, you could go back later. And if you see a piece that is sold out, you can go to some other resale site and right. find it yeah. for a little more expensive, probably sure. because you're saving so much on all the other purchases yeah. that you're not making. Like there is a compromise there. That's another strategy is the cool off period. If there's something that you want, give yourself two weeks to think about it. I pretty much do that anyway. You know, I'm pretty good about bookmark. Honestly, doing our, uh, doing the wish list on this podcast has really helped me yeah. do the two week thing and see if I really want it. And if it's still something I think about, honestly, I don't even need to keep a list anymore because the things that I want are all in my discover feed so much at this point that I pretty much just get goaded into buying it anyway um so speaking of secondhand this recently came across my radar it's called the gem app gem.app uh i I don't know if there actually is an app i assume there is but i'm here on just on the on the web browser and this is really really cool and i think this is super helpful for sourcing things secondhand but it's what it does is it's essentially aggregated all of the secondhand sites so ebay poshmark grailed everything um it just pulls it all so you can, and you can still filter by size, you can filter by price, like all that type of stuff. And you're just kind of seeing like everything that's available out there from, 
either a brand that you want to search for or an item that you want to search for. Uh, and so this is like, I'm very, very intrigued by this. Because I, am too. I, I think it, that's definitely one of the harder parts is like kind of going through Depop and Poshmark and Grailed and eBay and like that, that, that hunt is sometimes more trouble than it's worth. Right. And I, Especially I, I can get defeated like, on those hunts very quickly. If I, yep. if I'm looking for something specific and I whittle it all down with the filters and I don't see anything, I pretty much don't return to that app for a while right. because I'm like, oh, that didn't work out. It's it's just my behavior there. Yeah. So this is uh this is just maybe just a you know an add-on here for something that that could be helpful if you want to try to uh you know enjoy the rule of five this year. Does the rule of five include renting clothes? Um that's a great question. I wouldn't think that it would. I wouldn't I think, think it would think either, but is, I, I think, think that's still I think, I think that it, helps everything. It though. Does, no, it absolutely that's 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 part of this is that if you're you're not by not purchasing something new, you 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 are helping. You are doing the thing. And so I definitely think that that's kind of like a an an, an interesting hack. Um what why do you ask? I I stumbled across the app um called uh, pickle where apparently you can rent people's clothing and I assume that this is very female driven just based on what I've read about it but you know the idea of renting things through an app or through a service is it's not something that takes me very much it's not something I see myself doing okay just because I would feel a little uncomfortable wearing someone else's clothes knowing I had to give them back to them like I even if they're never gonna wear that thing again I, I just when I'm wearing something I want to know that it's mine and that if I get <laughs> some marinara sauce yeah, on it. I yeah. don't need to worry about that. Uh -huh. I, I don't know. I just, I, I, I like the idea of it. And I think that for maybe if you're trying to find like for someone like my wife, Sally, who might be looking for a dress for a wedding, right. this makes sense because yeah, she doesn't want to yeah. rewear something. But like when I'm wearing formal wear, I'm usually rewearing something a hundred percent of the time. Yeah. This is interesting. We're, we've got an article pulled up here on glossy, uh, the glossy pop newsletter. I'm not going to lie to you. Will. reading through this article, about how this is what all the cool girls in NYC are doing, and they're all and everything on. I'm 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 paraphrasing here, but apparently everything on Pickle is cool. I don't I don't believe that it's just, everyone's it's doing just this. All either. the cool stuff, like name you know some hot item, Jacques Mew, Kate, uh, meow, whatever it might be. Like it's on there, and you can just rent it. Uh, I I was filled with envy reading this. I don't know why. It just it's 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 New York centric. You get it the same day. You're just renting cool trendy clothes like. You know, you're, I'd probably you're, be more likely a, to do this in New York than I would be. You're just Austin. a hot person in New York, and like I, I'm, you know, it just I want the pickle app now. I gotta have it. But but to your point, I don't see you. I don't see you actually using it. It is it is a little weird. Like I, I do feel like I consider my wardrobe. You know, part of the reason why I would have such a, pro, a, hard, a hard time with the rule of five is because I like the constant curation of my wardrobe, and 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 you know, maybe rule of five would actually help with that. But yeah. Um, yeah, it would be a little weird to like not own something. I would feel very, I would, I think I would get attached to stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I, oh yeah. Like if you, if, if I got attached to something, it'd be like, oh, well I just rented this. Yeah. It's like, it's like when you rent a good movie on Apple TV and you're like, damn it, I love this movie and I would love to have this in my rotation at all I don't times. Have, I don't have that sensation. Oh, I, I, well, having a kid when you're like, oh, why did I rent this one? I uh, probably should have just bought this. Yeah, yeah. The, well, kids watch stuff like 14 times. Oh yeah. Fritz is in a big, uh, he's in, he's in a big old school jungle book phase right yeah, now, which yeah. I'm okay with. Yeah, I, yeah, I don't yeah, mind yeah. doing jungle book. I mean, I don't, I don't have time to go rewatch movies. Like that's, you know? Oh, I'm, I just, it's, it's a plain play for me. 
I usually don't watch like new stuff on planes. Usually I just settle into something that I've seen before. So okay. if I drift off All to right. sleep, it's not a big deal. But um, but yeah, this is very New York centric right now. They they offer same day, uh, like like if you need like you were saying, like this is basically like it's kind of cool girl cool girl rent the runway. Yeah. Yeah. Like it, it, rent the runway is really just for like formal more formal stuff, right? Or like, is it not? No, I think they have more like I think they're doing more like subscription box stuff now okay. too. Like you can definitely do casual clothes on rent the room oh, right okay. now. But the 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 cool part about this is and and again, this feels very female centric, but like if you're following influencers in New York City and you like their clothes, well now there's like a solid chance that some of those clothes are available on Pickle. Mm -hmm. Um mm -hmm. that that's what I think is leading like that that was kind of their marketing plan is to they they reached out they made made trades and made deals with a bunch of popular influencers in New York City to get those clothes on the site, on the app, yeah. so that then they could go market to people, hey, come rent these cool clothes. Yeah. And and I for for that like that it that's the part that kind of sounds pretty awesome is that you're kind of getting you, it, like you you're getting to pull back the curtain a little bit. You're getting an inside look at these closets and you can you can actually pull stuff that you see I'd rather just like find an influencer. influencer whose closet I fall in love with and like for 20 bucks I can go look through it and check out some stuff. <laughs> I want to go in there. I want to go in their home. I yeah, want to get in right, right. I want to get in their business. You want the full experience. Yeah, I want to yeah, be like yeah. there's some people I follow on Instagram that are solely because they dress well. I would mm -hmm. love to go in some of their closets and just be like, "Okay, how do you how do you put together so many good outfits every yeah. single day and post about them every single day?" But yeah, this is in the in the kind of the constant churn of like cool outfits if you're constantly posting yourself and things and you always have cool new stuff from Revolve and Retrofit and Reformation and like wherever else like this makes so much sense. It sounds like they're expanding to Miami and LA. Um, and I'll, I'll be interested to see just how big they can grow. You know what I mean? Because like, I do think that one of the alluring pieces of this is the speed, is the fact that you're you're kind of renting from people that are nearby. Mm -hmm. So it's quick, it's fast, it, it, it feels, per it feels personal. You're borrowing from a friend, exactly. And like, I, you know, I don't know how that like how many people are going to get on pickle in Austin? You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, it'd be it'd be pretty dire. But I, I don't know. Maybe, maybe they would. Maybe there's a big community. It's possible. It's a growing city. Will it's possible? Yeah. Should we go country? <sighs> Let's go country. How many times have you listened to Beyonce's She's new song? Country. Oh man, um, I have listened to Texas Hold'em probably half a dozen times. It's a good song. It's a good song. It's a good song. It's a bop. Yeah. I, I for the last few weeks. We, I have a little area in our rundown where I like to put things that I haven't really, you know, that I'm not sure if I want to talk about them on this podcast. So I'll just have like a little list of things. And one of those things for the last few weeks has been uh, something from Data But Make It Fashion, an account that we've talked about several times on here. Uh, I hadn't, it was about uh, just the rise in cowboy. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And I was like, you know, we've already talked cowboy enough. Like, I don't know if we need to really dive into this. Like, this has kind of been a thing for a while. And I've been completely proven wrong. It's only going to go keep going up because Beyonce has gone full country now. Yeah. I, I even commented on her post there. You know, I was trying to get a little engagement going. Like, maybe, maybe you know, maybe start talking shop with Data Make, but make it fashion. Has she know, slid make... into the DMs to talk no, about? No, oh, okay. But I, I just suggested that she had done her, like, trend calculation essentially like the week after Pharrell's Louis Vuitton show yeah. dropped, which was really country. Yeah. So, and one of the things that she was gauging was just like online, like discourse around, you know, X, Y, and Z trend. It's mm -hmm. like, well, there was a ton written about that. Yeah. So I wonder if that had kind of like juiced it a little bit. And maybe it's just a chicken and an egg scenario. Like maybe like he, he went country because he knew everybody was going country. But like, yeah, this, this does... 
it's it's a vibe shift. This this kind of cements it for it's sure vibe as, shift. as as a potential macro trend. Uh, I mean, especially the Grammys fit, like ribbon tie, Stetson hat. It's good. This I mean, she's looking like Lainey Wilson. It's there, great. You know, I I love it. I I don't know. I I I just love it. I've always loved it. I've always I've always loved the cowboy stuff. It's my dad's. It's my dad's uh, influence on me in life. But it's just it's just great for some reason. I like the new music. Love the new look. I'm really here for whatever Beyonce wants to do. Um, and a lot, and she's done country stuff before. She's kind of nodded to it. She's collaborated with big time country artists. And obviously, there, there's some cool stuff happening where she's uh, kind of saluting con- the country music, country westerns genre um, in like some black culture roots, right? Mm-hmm. All that's very cool. Do you think that it is also kind of a zag to Taylor's zig? I don't know if it really, I don't. Like Taylor left Beyonce's, country, so Beyonce is going. No, to, Beyonce's like, too big. She's too big to to, to to even be contemplating that type yeah, of thing. Yeah, yeah. I think that's probably right. But I do think it's, what it made me wonder is, we will eventually get a Taylor Swift return to country, won't we? Yeah, probably. I'd be fine with that. I would love, I would love like a, like more Western feeling Taylor Swift Like, album. don't you think she has to kind of complete the circle? Yeah, but I don't even, I don't want it to be her pop country stuff. I want it to be like, almost like. like real country. Yeah, yeah, I want it to be like, yeah. Like, Lucinda Williams. Like, like that kind of stuff. Like, I don't want it to be just like, you know, no offense to Lainey Wilson, but like Lainey Wilson. I don't, I don't, that, I'm not going to listen to that. So, but isn't that true or country? Isn't that like real deep? I might have just wronged Lainey Wilson here. I don't yeah. listen to Lainey Wilson, so I can't speak. I don't to that. listen to. Lainey I just know Lainey she's Wilson popular, either. so I assume it's. She won not the. She I'm won the Grammy, and she got up there talking about like how she's a farmer and she's from Louisiana and all that type of stuff. I'm going to apologize right now to Lainey Wilson. I just assumed that she was like deeper country, but I yeah, Lainey. Tr- I'm sorry. Truth be told. Neither of us know what we're talking about. Right? Yeah, I, when it comes to the current state of uh, country music, I'm not the best person to go to. But when it comes to the current state of dressing country, I think I'm a pretty good person to go to at this point. I don't mean to suggest that Beyonce. I don't even really mean to suggest that Beyonce would be like reactionary to Taylor Swift. In fact, maybe it's the exact opposite. Maybe Beyonce going back to country. Is See, what, is, I think that's is more what, likely. Is what will inspire Taylor to go back to country. I think that's more yeah. likely. I think that's more likely. But it makes sense that she would do this. Like just the the Houston roots, the Texas roots. It does makes sense i i had a devastating occurrence the other night and i just just to be clear before you before right. you continue like beyonce like has performed at the rodeo a half dozen times yeah you know she she is she's a houston texas girl it. through and through like the country is not new to her it's not like she is it's not like this is like a brand new foray for her where she's suddenly shifting and now she's like wearing cowboy hats yeah like she 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 been country oh yeah yeah oh yeah sure I I was uh, I was out to dinner the other night Saturday night and I almost wore my western shirt the the red western shirt uh-huh, from ALD uh-huh. and there you go I think it's been like fifteen minutes. yeah it's, you're good you're good um, and I almost wore it but I was like no nah, I'm not going to wear this it's a little flashy for for a casual early Saturday night dinner I'm not going to do this I, I walk into the restaurant and I look at this table and it's about like I don't know sixteen people sitting at this large table. And I see a guy sitting there and I'm like, oh, he's got that shirt on. Like he and I would have looked like absolute idiots if I dressed like this. But then I realized it was not the same shirt that I had. Okay. This was a different shirt with this almost exact same look to it. And I was like, okay, so this shirt has reached uh, like reproduction stuff. Like people are just making a, a probably a, a different version of it. Well, it's a repro of an old Ralph Lauren. Okay. Well, print. so l- allow me to keep going here and you'll 
<laughs> I don't I don't think he's I don't think it's the old Ralph Lauren one that this guy was wearing. Okay. Because I I, I saw him and I was like, oh man, like I've never seen the shirt in public. It kind of bums me out to see it in public yeah, for the right. first time after I've been wearing it. I go uh go to the bathroom and I see a guy standing at the bar. What's he wearing? The exact same overshirt that the guy sitting at the table was wearing that is a very similar thing to me. And I was just like, okay, now now I'm scared to wear this shirt again because now I'm scared that I'm going to go out and there's going to be all these other versions of it that are going to be sitting there. It's a flashy shirt. Okay. Huh. I don't know where this shirt was from. The first thing I did after dinner was go to Abercrombie and see if they had produced one, and I could not find one anywhere that was a similar style. Were these guys or girls? These guys. were guys, right? Guys, yeah. And they were good. Like The guys The guys were, they looked good in the stuff. Like yeah. It wasn't like, it, it, I wasn't bummed because of how they looked at it or anything. I was more just bummed because like it's a flashy kind of one-off piece that sold out very quickly, so I was hoping that I'd never see it in public. Interesting. Interesting. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm using some hacks, which I'm, I'm, I am going to gatekeep. Some of you probably know about it already, but like, uh, here's the, here's the, uh, the, the vintage Ralph. Yeah. And so this, but the one that these guys but I, were not wearing, seeing anything like it was very faded. Like the one that I have, it wasn't like that true red color. And I was just like, okay. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not seeing anything that, that, you know, from, for, I, I don't see the sheen version. So, mm -hmm. uh, yeah, I don't know. This is that's that's a good that's an interesting question. But it I just will... it started getting my gears going of being like, okay, this cowboy thing is popular enough that not only did the shirt that I get sell out, but now there are other versions of it that are probably going to keep popping up, not just this season, but next winter and fall. I, I will add that over the course of the last five months, maybe six, there are now four different guys at Equinox here in Austin. Mm -hmm. That are working out in Unisphere hats. Okay. Four? Four different guys. Did one see one and it was just I, like I a I don't know. I don't know what this is saying, but I but but are you one of them? No. Okay. No. Okay. <laughs> I kind of wish you were. <laughs> That's one of my favorite hats from them. I just I don't wear hats enough but to buy I, one. I just like that. I the when when something becomes an item like that, where it's oh, I gotta have the Unisphere hat. And that's making its way. That's making its way like so deep into the, into into the to, to guy culture, right? That like dudes are flexing. Regular white dudes are flexing it at the gym. Mm -hmm. I don't know. It just it's a it. I, it's just. Uh, I think what I'm trying to get at is that like like ALD is definitely. Uh, we kind of think maybe in a way that they've almost like reached the peak or jumped the shark in some ways, right? But like, I think it's just now kind of permeating yeah yeah i mean the, the rest of the as of the, today the, the rest of the 10 country, years old as of today yeah which is i mean i think i discovered them like six or seven years ago i was probably seven years ago god i'm old yeah it's depressing to Been think about yeah well i i did write down a couple of things if people are trying to dress cowboy obviously cowboy hats western prints denim on denim suede jackets boots pearl snaps cowhide yeah. We got Kim K out here wearing a cowboy hat to the Las Vegas. It's not like they were in Houston or Dallas or someone like that, somewhere like that. This, this Kim Kardashian outfit, will I? Uh... My wife knows that I have a crush on her, <laughs> and it's it's only getting worse. Uh, Bella Hadid has just gone full cowboy. Like she's, she's not just, she's not just dressing like a cowboy. She's, she's riding, riding horses at a rodeo. Yeah, 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 yeah. She's got chaps on. Yeah, yeah. She's she's got that. She's got the. I clearly grew up rich, so I know how to ride horses uh -huh, uh -huh. as a celebrity who doesn't need to ride horses as a celebrity. It's really like I think what's also what's interesting to me about the cowboy thing right now happening in 2024 is like if I go back on the Club Cool Instagram, you know, a page which is now essentially just a time capsule and archive, like I like I posted about like Saint Laurent doing super Western stuff like boots and pearl snaps, yeah, 
six years ago. Maybe it was maybe five, but like it's it, it's interesting how it it feels like something that has kind of been like people have been kind of like testing it out. Like designers will test it out. They they've been nodding to it for several years, but it's now it's like ju- really just now in twenty twenty four. It, it we're 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 going full cowboy now. Like well, it is, about, it's really happening now. I think I just I also feel just feel like people are getting more and more uh, fun with how they're dressing. Yeah. And I think I think like the pandemic kind of got everyone stuck in this kind of slog of wearing the same things over and over, not really buying different things because you weren't going out very often, things like that. And I just feel like now people are just mixing in more color, more fun, more whatever. Can I um I, you know if you if you pay attention to to GQ and all that, maybe you already know, but did you see Post Malone? perform at the Super Bowl? I did. Yeah. So he he wore a getup and unfortunately I'm not not finding a full body shot. Here we go. Uh that also went very very western, right? Suede jacket with fringe um and uh par- He looked good. He looked awesome. Yeah, yeah. It was it was it was a good fit. And let's see. Here we go. Yeah, the jeans are Wrangler cowboy cuts. There you go. And we are I'm I'm very familiar with Wrangler cowboy cuts because it's what I was made to wear as a pledge in a fraternity at the University of Texas. Ahead of their time. I even know the style code, 936 GBH. <laughs> That's the bleached out wash Wrangler slim fit cowboy cuts that we had that that I had to wear for like, you know, a full semester basically. Um and this last year, my dad had started talking about how he really wanted a pair of wheat jeans. Mm-hmm. And Wrangler makes a pair of wheat jeans. So for Christmas, I bought both of us pairs of, Love Ra- it. of Wrangler cowboy cuts in the wheat color. And like, uh, so they're, they're, they're $45 at Cavenders or, or it's a beautiful Shepler's or whatever. So if you want to recreate that, that the, and like the fit is perfect for right now. It's like, it's kind of, a, it kind of, it's fitted at the top, but like opens up a little bit towards the bottom. It's not like a full on boot cut, but it goes over boots really nicely. Um, and uh, yeah, they got black, they got black, brown, they got classic blue washes so while we talk about our friends over easy at in- entry point into into the the country thing right while now. we talk about our friends over at indeed please put a link in this section of the rundown so i can link it in the uh listener digest for sure because i i think people are going to want some of these jeans yes. uh let's hear from our friends at indeed though we're driven by the search for better but when it comes to hiring the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all don't search just match with indeed if you need to hire you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to their Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. You can ditch busy work, use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help uh, help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree that Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. I mean, when I've looked for people to hire in the past, it was slow. It's overwhelming. It's not a fun process. It's actually made me abandon the process altogether. I wish I had used Indeed in the past, and it's definitely what I'll be using moving forward. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more that you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join the more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at indeed.com slash scaries. All you have to do is just go to indeed.com slash scaries right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash scaries, terms and conditions do apply. And if you need to hire, you need Indeed. 
Barrett, it wouldn't be a retail therapy episode if we didn't talk about some cocktail out here. And this was sent to me about a million times uh, over the past three days. Laura mentioned this to me yesterday and, and said exactly what I'm sure the people in the DM said. Hey, this is pretty retail therapy. Very. Um, <laughs> if you want to toss it up on the screen today, we're talking about something that just it's a kind of a melting pot of retail therapy stuff. It's a martini. And it involves caviar. It involves bumps of caviar. It involves everything. Uh, Barrett, I currently have some caviar at my place. Um, what are you doing with all that caviar? I don't really know. Yeah. I don't really like caviar all that much. Would you just pop over to like Jeffrey's and like scoop a tin for yourself? Here's the thing. I saw a photo opportunity and I said to, I said to Sally, this needs a tin of caviar. And she said, <laughs> yes, it does. And then I thought to myself, well... I'm going to go buy one on the Sunday Scaries credit card and call it a day and not there, think about it. There you go. And I can use this tin for future photos in yeah, the, in the yeah, future. Yeah. So I'm not worried about it. Uh, but this essentially just has you take some caviar. Um, you put it in the olives, which is maybe a little too rich for me. Mm -hmm. uh, you mm -hmm. do a little mm -hmm. twist of lemon. Uh, you put that on there. You do some gin, which I'm a fan of, some vermouth, and then... Uh, I forget what else. Some sea salt and some orange bitters. I think the sea salt and orange bitters are what throw me off the most. Okay. Honestly, the twist kind of throws me off. This is going to be such a salty cocktail from the caviar, from the olives, from everything, that like the fruit might be necessary, but I think it would almost throw me off a little bit. Why uh, Why will pe Why are people fooding their martinis? No, because, dude, that's what we do now. That's what we do. What Don't question happening? it. Don't what question it. What is happening? It. It's a beautiful thing. This continues to remind me. I've made this this comparison before, but this continues to remind me of like we're going to uh, Mama Jen's getting their big old bloody Mar bloody Mary. It's got a yeah. slider on the straw. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. hate that. You too. know what I mean? I hate it. Like, but I, there's like, how much is this costing you at a restaurant? Probably like forty dollars. Uh, yeah, at look. least forty dollars. There's numerous bumps of caviar in here. <laughs> uh, like all things. You know, equal like uh, in the ranking of all of these fooded martinis. Like, I, yeah, this. I guess. I guess I would try this one. You try because it's not that big of a departure, right? There's no olive right. oil in this as and, well. And I'm not. And I like. I like. I generally do order martinis with a twist rather than like with olives. So I like the little. I like a little citrus maybe undercurrent here. Um, I do. Uh, I'm with you. I wonder how the how that kind of goes with all the saltiness that's clearly involved as well. Olives and caviar and sea salt and whatnot. Um, but I would try this one, you know, if, if for nothing else, then this is a, this would be a great photo. This video can be stitched on Instagram. And the other day I was sitting somewhere just kind of killing some time. And I uh -huh. was like, Oh, I could easily stitch this and do a live narration of this. And I got so gun shy speaking into the phone alone in my place that I was like, I can't, I can't keep doing this. I really want to stitch this Barrett. It's and probably, I want to do it before this episode launches. It's probably because you didn't have a, a, a lav mic that you were holding in, I got, your, in your hand. Dude, like I a, swear to God, but the people that do that are, it's just a, it's a, it's a security blanket for them. It's so they're not just talking into the phone. I like the little lav mic. There, there, well, and there's been like whole research done about this. It's apparently like, it makes you see more genuine and approachable okay yeah uh that's what tink started using and that's how she yeah. i mean i'm not gonna i don't want to undersell how she built her brand and her mm -hmm. following but like she a major part of her brand is being relatable yeah and i do think that like the mic thing was kind of funny it was such a thing for her that even when gwyneth paltrow did like a a tiktok with her gwyneth paltrow had like the little lav mic the the one thing i'll say i i've when when i've experimented with reels and stuff before especially ones where you're talking into the camera like you do have to be careful, like popping your peas and stuff, yeah, because it it can blow out the little the 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 the, the microphone that's on your iPhone. Mm -hmm. 
So it does kind of help with quality as well, but it has totally become like a bit now that yeah. like, that, oh, it's a that, bit. that's what you have to do is you have to hold a little tiny mic, a little lav mic that should be on your lapel, but you're going to hold it in your hand because I'm going to hold an olive it's, it's on a, a toothpick. It's a warmer. Yeah. Just but pretend that's what it's I'm a gonna, for this yeah, one. I'm yeah. going to do that. Okay. I'm, I'm, I'm glad we're workshopping yeah, this. This is that. Yeah, that would be good. That would be good. Yep. I'm that, going to do that. That could do numbies. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do this today. <laughs> <laughs> I'm really nervous to do it. I can't wait. Should we do some we, articles of interest? We got to get out there. We got to put the shame aside and we just, well, here's gotta, the thing. we got to, we got to, we got to, we got to do it for something like this. Like we do so many clips from this podcast yeah. where we have something like this in the background of it. Like it just, it kind of makes more sense to me to just do a stitch of this instead of just like cutting a, a segment from it. Yeah. It's kind of accomplishes the same thing. Totally. And totally. we can do some of our different content in, in an easier way. It makes Randy's job a little easier too. Let's do some articles of interest of which there are several. Uh, do any jump out at to you that you want to see? I well, kind of like this one the I've most. Already, I've already pulled up Keith McNally's uh, words to avoid at all costs. Do you follow Keith McNally on I, Instagram? I don't, but if I know you, he's the the restaurateur behind like Balthazar and. If you like restaurants, if you like New York, pasties. if you like someone who hates certain people and is absolutely unhinged on social media, <laughs> allow me to lead you to Keith McNally. Um, he's one of my favorite follows. My sister in law really introduced me to his Instagram feed. She sends him to me all the time, and he's really just funny. Uh, he usually roasts people doing things in the restaurant, but in this case, he's kind of still doing that, but he did a bunch of words and phrases, phrases that are to be avoided at all costs. Uh, <laughs> they kind of come at wash media's neck when it comes to circling I, back really and touching did. base. That's the top two circle back and touching base. But I love how petty these are. Like he doesn't want the word iconic. <laughs> you can't say the word personally. I personally think <laughs> he's all business here. You can't say surreal. Surreal. Literally, literally I agree with Rockstar. Yeah. We're not saying Rockstar right now. There's a whole commercial about how Rockstar is overused in the workplace, right? You can't use it. Yeah. It's so yeah. lame. Oh, she's a she's a rock. She's a rock star. She's a real rock star. Yeah, that one. Yeah. Legend, legendary. I agree with that one. Uh guesstimate. What's wrong with awesome? I it, maybe it's lazy. Maybe it's lazy. I don't know. I'm just speaking for him. I do like uh, not being able to say curate unless it's anything other than curating an art exhibition. Oh, wow. I've already used curate today on the podcast. Exposed. Jeez, Exposed. Um, yeah. I mean, he is right on some of these. Over-exaggerate. You don't need to say over-exaggerate. If you're exaggerating, you're exaggerating. You can't, like, you're, you might be over-exaggerating, but like, you're still exaggerating. How do you feel about cheers at the end of an email? I'm guilty. I'm guilty of this. I'll, I'll, I'm lukewarm I'll, on it. I, it's not for me, yeah. but I don't judge people for using it. It's yeah. much more approachable than so many other things you can do. Yeah. And if it's the, I also feel like you have to be the right person to do it. Like if I feel like it's not a genuine cheers at the end of an email, right? And you're not actually going to go have a beer after work, and then I'm like, okay. It's 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 uh, I'm now I'm now I'm co-opting it as just part of my uh, my backlash against um, the anti-drinking culture. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'm just yeah, I'm, you're just I'm doing cheers at all times. Yeah, that, that, I'm pushing. You know, I'm I'm kind of it's on it's 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 on a sub level, right? It's, I'm just uh, I'm scared yeah. in every email that I exchange. But uh, sometimes, for, like for especially if you've already said thank you in the email for something, then I don't want to sign off with thanks. Best regards sounds too formal. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I just like a little cheers. Sorry. I get it. Yeah. I'm not. I'm not saying anything bad about it. I said I, it's not. It's not something I do. But I don't judge people when they do it. I, I kind of like it actually. Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> Sounds like I should just, you know, uh, I should just sign off with, you're welcome, Barrett. Yeah, you're welcome. <laughs> Guestimate, Barrett. What else uh, we got? Lord's got a $170 water bottle. Yeah, I did. I actually saw that, I, I I saw that you had put this, you know, on kind of the maybes, and I was, I was looking at this water bottle on Essence. Just, I like just Lord. Just the other day. I like Lord. Like, when she, when she does something, I take note, because yeah. I'm like, okay, she's cool. I, I enjoy her. I also had a very spiritual moment to... Uh, 
um, one of her songs during a spin class one time. Okay. I just got this. Which one? Uh, Perfect Places. Yeah. They shut off all the lights in there, so it was completely pitch black. And suddenly I was just like nearly having tears going down my face. I was like, this is tight. <laughs> it made it onto my Peloton playlist and it never gets a skip. Sick. But yeah, she's got a $170 water bottle, which is much more expensive than the, uh, you know, Stanley's that we're looking at every single day. Why is this $175, Barrett? Um, It's a good question. Uh, it, it's... It's titanium, it's and made it's in Japan, and it's made in Japan. So that 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 definitely adds to the cost. Uh, I think this article, the article does note right that um, uh, on on the strategist here that it's very 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 lightweight. Okay. So like my Yeti, for example, that that, that I've got here mm -hmm. and that I carry all the time, it's pretty heavy. Yeah. It it it's built to keep it cool. The the, the stainless steel insulate insulating part adds a lot of weight. Snowpeak, which does a lot of like hiking, camping type gear, all, you know, with the Japanese aesthetic and like beautiful design. Um, they clearly designed this one to be more like part of a pack. And so it only weighs like five ounces. Yeah. And that is nice. That is a nice. So benefit. super lightweight. Titanium. I don't know if it's a quadruple the price of a nice titanium water bottle. design, this cool little gradient made in Japan. Um, I'm not going to lie, Will. I added this to my Essence wish list. Okay. Yeah. Go off, Barry. Like, right? Like, you know, I'm an Essence sale boy. If this hits sale next season, do you think I'm not going to cop Lord's super crazy extravagant water bottle? I'll respect it. I'll respect it. <laughs> but I, the, I, but this, this is this is locking down spot number four on my on my rule of five. No, you can't <laughs> use it on a water bottle. That counts as gear, right? No, yeah, that's like gear. if I actually go camping or hiking with it, mm -hmm. I get to I get to kick it off the list. Exactly. I get to open that spot back. Exactly. Up. But yeah. if you're just toting this around in your tote bag no, and drinking it, it like it at coffee shops and stuff, exactly, that doesn't exactly. count. Exactly. Yeah, you got to get out on the trail with it. Yeah. Well, wine enthusiast notes that the latest trend on TikTok has users mixing wine with what seems like its most uh, its least likely partner, milk. Stop. Any idea why people are doing this? No. Uh, apparently, this has been done for a little bit now. Uh, it started in April 2023 with TikTok user Sonny Vasconcelos. Uh, and I, I'll be honest, I have no idea why people would ever want to do this. Uh, I am very on board with trying most of these cocktail trends, and I love milk, and I love red wine. These th two things should never mix. Well, I've not read this. Give me get, what's the breakdown? Why is this? Why is this happening? Uh, I, here, I, I don't know. Um, You're lost for words. Like, yeah, I, I truly don't know. Um, I have no idea. I don't like. I don't even think I can find a place in this article that gives me a just uh, justification for this. Like, it just doesn't seem like anything you would ever need to do. <laughs> like, someone says it's like a grown-up strawberry Nesquik. That's disgusting. Okay. I just, I don't need to get drunk on red wine and milk. What are you, what are you ordering as far as wine goes these days? Nothing. Like nothing. It's been bad. Uh, I, I, I've, I'm out on Cabernets right now because they're simply too heavy for me. Okay. I feel like Pinot just doesn't, doesn't move the needle for me. Uh, my sister-in-law has very good taste in wine and so I trust her. And so she's been ordering Cab, Cab Francs everywhere mm -hmm. we've been going when I'm, wherever I'm with her, which I enjoy. But I hate to say what I'm about to say. I've had a weird thing this winter where if I drink too much red wine, I get really nauseous. Dude, I am having a not not nausea, but I have decided that red wine is like the one alcohol that like makes me sleep poorly, and I, like I'm just not enjoying it the way that I used to. The nausea thing is a it's new really, thing. It's, it's a brand weird. new thing for me. I don't understand why it's happening, and it's not something I've been really gravitating to. Even on your bachelor party, we got some nice wine at yeah. the steak dinner. Yeah. And I, I still was just on the cocktail train. I even told – this is terrible. I told Sally, we're going out to dinner tonight with some friends, and I told her, I was like, hey, 
if people start tossing around getting a bottle of wine, I'm not drinking from that thing. So if you want to like not drink from it or just order glasses of wine on your own, like I wouldn't be opposed to not getting an expensive bottle of wine at this nice dinner. I just don't want to deal with it. Yeah, because I'm not yeah. gonna I'm not gonna enjoy it as much. Um, I we like. I, I, wine has just like not been as, as, as prominent in my, my repertoire over the last several months. But, and, and when, when, when it has been, we're picking whites typically. I'm so fine I, with I, just, that. I don't know what's going on with red wine in me re- recently. I don't know. Yeah. I also think people are venturing out a lot more when it comes to wine and trying to find things more interesting. I don't think people are wanting to go and just get like a classic cab at places anymore. I feel like most of the people that I go out with ask the waiter, like, what's something interesting right. from this section of the wine list? And they'll yeah. do something. But yeah. Uh, well, it's safe to say that I'm not going to be testing out um, milk with, yeah, with my wine. I'm good. I don't I'm know gonna, why this is a thing. I want to pass on this one. What, Randy? I'm, I'm bringing my own little uh, carton of milk to your wedding <laughs> so I can test it out. Yeah, okay. Well, there will be re- there will be red wine available at the tables, you know, so so you can just pull it out then. BYOM? And, B- and yeah, BYOM, obviously. And, uh, and I mean, it'll be a real conversation starter. What percent are you thinking, Randy? Or what's what kind of milk? You know, I think I'm just going to go with like skim. You know, okay. you don't want to go two percent on this. That's uh, that might be a he- little hefty. I get it. I get it. Yeah, you don't want to go like super heavy whole milk with like a very heavy cabernet. It's the, yeah. Too, it's too much. Too yeah. It's yeah. a balance, you know. Yeah, you got to think the viscosity on that is pretty um, unappealing. I do worry about the viscosity <laughs> when it comes to this this combination. Uh, we've got young people buying landlines again. Are you okay with this? It's the, it's the whole 90s, 2000s nostalgia I, just coming I, back to bite us in the ass again. I guess. Like, Is there any situation where you find yourself getting a landline? No, no. It's been all the rage with Gen Z. I, I just immediately go back to the episodes of Full House where Michelle really – I think I don't remember who it was, but they were arguing over phones all the time, and they always had really good phones in their uh, their rooms on, Save, or on Full House. It is – like – the one thing I'll say, not to, to, to do a full 180 on this or, or, or just change the vibes, um, shift them in a, in a way that is unintended, but like, you know, when when the aliens come or when the nukes start dropping or when the, the, the you know, the cell towers all blow up or whatever might happen, like the people with the landlines are going to be sitting real pretty. Yeah. Yeah. And it makes sense that Gen Z could do this because they're not paying for their phone bill. Like... They, <laughs> Like I'm not gonna go get a I'm not yeah, gonna go get a have, landline added to my cable service. I, if you have Spectrum though, right now, like if that's who's providing your internet or, or whatever other cable line, like you can probably add a landline for three dollars a month. I'm not paying for that. Yeah. I, I, I growing up, my parents had a phone in the master bathroom. I don't remember. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah. I thought it was yeah. so baller. Or how I, about when you? That's kind of like when you go to a hotel and there's a phone in the like next to the toilet. Yeah. Yeah. For some reason, I just thought it was so baller. Yeah. Like I've always kind of wanted one completely unnecessarily. Man, I don't rem- like very few houses. Do you even go into these days that that and and see a phone, see a landline? The fact that like my parents just, have gotten rid of theirs is crazy yeah. to me. Crazy yeah. to me. I actually, I'm, I'm going to call their home number and see who has it now. I'm going to be like, give it back. Would you get one of those like old school, like like a football phone? You know, not be. I'm not opposed to a football phone. Yeah. Not for the side of the toilet, though. You can't right. have people walking no, into that, your back. Yeah, like yeah. you're, you're. It's too bulky. Yeah. It's too bulky for yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, hotel robes are becoming all the rage now. I always think hotel robes are always fun to have when you're at the hotel, but now people are just buying them in a rapid clip for the New you, York Times. You were way ahead of this. Way ahead of I this. I was way ahead of this. I actually yeah. went back and tried to find some episodes of Sunday Scaries where I talked about this, and I talked about it a long time ago. But they really just say, like, um, hotel merchandise is, uh, it has always kind of been an if-you-know-you-know know type of thing, but mm-hmm. now people are actually going out and just buying these robes sight unseen because they're from nice places mm. or from vibey places. Chateau Marmont is named here uh, in the Bahamas at Harbor Island. They talk about the Dunmore. But I have to say, 
I do love, I love the shift of this. I love the idea of having a robe in your house that's from a nice place that you went to or, or what. I do, th- I do kind of think you have to go visit the place if you're going to get a robe from there. Yeah, I, it's, yeah. Yeah. It's like people wearing like Land Rover hats when you don't own a Land Rover. Like you're just doing it for vibes, which I respect to an extent. Mm-hmm. But if you're going to get a, these robes are not crazy expensive. Like if you go on Mr. Porter and you look at robes, you're going to find $500 robes on there. If you go buy a robe from one of these places, you can get it for probably anywhere between $60 and $120, mm-hmm. which is not crazy for a robe at this point. Right. Um, right. But I just love it. It's, this is my read of the week on, on the uh, Sunday Scaries newsletter this okay. week. I just I just enjoy it. I think, I'm going to uh, convert you to a robe boy at some point. Well, I, I, I'm I'm ready to be one, I think. But I do, and we've talked about this item before, but like I want the bunkhouse robe. I want the Serape Stripe lightweight yeah. one from, you know, Awesome Motel or San Cristobal or wherever, like in, name one of their properties and like they've got a, a version of it. But. I'm surprised you haven't gotten one yet. I think yeah. you should. Get, I think you should get one on your honeymoon. Maybe your I mini will. moon. Maybe I will. Maybe I will. That, That's my that, task that, for that you. That would be a good opportunity to do so. Do they have um, a good gift shop down there? I would, yeah, just, I would assume cool. that they do have a it's good cool. one. Yeah. And um, yeah, yeah. That, I think that'll be my entry point because I still, I, I get hot. I don't, I don't, I don't think I want a big chunky Terry robe just yet. Okay. Yeah. That's fair. I will say that the chunky Terry robe does make me hot, especially during the summer months. And especially if you're running around doing stuff with like kids and everything. Yeah. But at night after a shower, when you just go plop on the couch, actually my favorite thing to do is on a cold winter night is to get it, get in the robe and get under my comforter <laughs> in the robe and watch TV. It's just so comfortable. Right, I just right after an everything shower. I right after an everything shower. Yeah. I did a low key everything shower this morning. Right. I woke up a little early, had some free time, went off. Uh, we got two more here. This, this one's going to be quick. Uh, Sydney Sweeney has said that she wants her next uh, movie to be with Paul Mezcal. I could not think of a better combination for me right now. Have you seen the Sydney Sweeney Glenn Powell film? I have not. Okay. Um, I'm waiting for it to go streaming as I haven't gone to the movie theater in a long time. And the second it goes streaming, I will watch it that night. Yeah. Okay. I'm not going to buy it. Um, obviously, I'll the, buy it after I rent it. Her her movie that that just came out, Madam <laughs> Web. Not good reviews. Terrible. I terrible like that Dakota reviews. Johnson has not even watched the movie yet. Well, Dakota Johnson, in all of her appearances leading up to it, kind of like, I mean, you know how she is in interviews anyway. Yeah. She was basically like, this movie might suck, I think. Did you hear what she, did you hear her name, the um, three Spider-Man movies? No. <laughs> she said like, Spider-Man, here he is, Spider-Man, <laughs> and he's back. And then the Goblet of Spider-Man. Yeah. She's like, yeah. She's, she's completely given up on promoting this film. I, I got to say. I, Dakota, I'm not sure how Dakota Johnson is going to get cast in a whole a whole bunch more things. Her interviews are now that you mentioned it. She she's not afraid in interviews to just do wild it, shit. She was terrible on SNL. Terrible. I think I skipped that episode. I I have not skipped very many episodes, and it's crazy that for me to skip her episode is kind of weird because I I do enjoy did her. Fi- did you finally watch the Alordia? I haven't watched. Dude, you ruined it for they're, me. They're they were both not good. I, I watched. Just say I watched AOs last night. AOs great. Yeah. Like, uh, you know, I, she, she was a little too easy on Nikki Haley, but yeah, uh, I did think that was a little inappropriate. It was very strange. Very, very, it was strange. strange. It was strange for numerous reasons. It was strange that she was willing to feed into that. I I totally agree. To be a PR machine for that. That was, that was the strangest piece is that she even agreed to be in the cold. Did she get swindled? Like, did she know this is how it was going to go on? Cause like that, that was a weird look. I'm not saying that SNL can't have Nikki Haley come on and do the, and do a little bit, do a little, you know, image rehabilitation, whatever. But yeah, to have the, to, to put, to put IO in that spot to like have to. 
That was a little weird. Unless it, unless she comes out and says that was my idea, I'm I'm gonna yeah. be anti it. Maybe that was it was. Bizarre. Maybe it was. Yeah, but but um, she did she did a great she job. She was hosting. really good. Obviously, a, a natural, a comedian herself. So that's, that's I did all. not know she did stand up leading up to her roles and everything I've seen her in since. That's always the best fit. But like Dakota Johnson, just like couldn't not read from a cue card the entire time. It was it was rough. That makes sense. And that makes she sense. trashes the things that she's in, and is just kind of a, a you know just kind of a weirdo. So, uh, bottoms. Uh, the AO, AO debris film with yeah. Rachel Sennett is currently streaming for, f- not for free, but it's streaming on Prime now. Okay. So now that you that is streaming, yeah. I will take the dive into uh, the De- It Girls definitely. movie. Um, to come back to my original point, uh, is Sydney Sweeney in this Madam Web movie, I, I think Sydney is a good actor. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure if she is like a comic actor. Is that supposed to be a comic? Th- oh, oh, co- uh, sorry. Okay. No, no. Or is this supposed to be entered like funny? No, madam. No, no. But I, I, Sydney Sweeney seems to be having better luck when she is in dramatic things. Okay. And I'm just I'm putting that out there because like I'm not sure how many more I have not seen the Glenn the Glenn Powell film yet. Yeah. So I'll 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 reserve final judgment until I see that. I'm not going to reserve final judgment. She doesn't love that movie. She looks for no stiff reason. in the trailers. Yeah. You know. I'm just wondering if like if rom coms are her thing. Like yeah. maybe maybe she needs to be in a like a moody, you know. I've seen a, people a, talk a moody about moody drama with with Paul Mescal. I'm in for that. I'm just all I'm saying is like I don't know if rom com is the right vehicle for them. I don't think Euphoria has too many seasons left in its tank at this point. But yeah. like, there's a lot of people that have been like talking down about how like the actors in that are embarrassed of the like being in it at this point. Mm-hmm. Like I've seen people t- like tweets about it. Of like, oh, if if Jacob Elordi could get away from that, he would. And I'm like, I don't know. If, mm. I don't know if they totally would at this point. And I also think that everyone that's currently in Euphoria does a hell of a job acting in the serious roles there because they only tackle serious stuff. And it's, I still like it. I yeah. know there's a lot of issues surrounding the show that probably aren't, uh, you know, you can't put a blanket approval on. But just from the uh, from a viewer standpoint alone, just watching the show. I am very impressed with so many of the young actors in the show doing so well. Yeah, I think it's probably more, it's more of like the Game of Thrones thing where now it obviously hasn't been as long for those actors, but they've all become stars and they like, they're probably ready to move on from that. It's been years yeah. since it debuted. They are all now on to bigger and it also better things. It sounds like filming it might be a is, is awkward, tough. awkward yeah. thing. So I, that, that's probably really the thing is that they're just kind of like ready to like, yeah, put it to bed and, and have it as a as a, a closed chapter like the uh like the uh crazy rich asians actress who was on fresh off the boat <laughs> yeah, exactly. who was just like yeah. fuck fresh off the boat i hate you all <laughs> i'm leaving i'm getting serious with my life yeah our final article of interest is about bog core i truly thought this was just going to be about people dressing like they were from a bog yeah, no i was not, completely no. incorrect okay uh solitude studios in Ho- copenhagen uh i was apparently just using bogs to make to make their clothes says, in the collection, Sick. we used multiple fabrics that we submerged underwater for months and dyed in a local peat bog before being cut into garments. The bog is near Sophia's childhood home. In kindergarten, the adults would uh, tell her that the reason for the bog's red-colored water was that the elves would wash their clothes in it. Remembering this story made her realize that we could, in fact, dye clothes there. And on the biological aspect of it, the water in rich ochre and iron that colors the fabric and also molds the microorganisms play a factor in the patterns that occur. Are we doing bog clothing? Um, yeah, maybe. I mean, who doesn't want to look like old Greg? This is wild. Yeah. This is wild. On You're a ser- bog. On a, ser- on a serious note, though, I, look out in the coming years, not, not like putting this on like a trend watch or anything, but 
speaking of articles of interest, uh, there's a podcast by the same name and uh, that, that that covers fashion stuff. Mm-hmm. And one of the episodes is about color and, and about the history of color and yeah. about how like, you know, early on in the days of color, like being able to wear colorful clothing uh, was like a sign of, of wealth because it was a brand new thing. They were figuring out how to dye clothes. Cut to now, colors everywhere, but it's not, it's not great. The, the, the dyeing process is not, in, is not good environmentally. It's a lot of chemicals. It's a lot of wastewater, et cetera. And there is a, there is a push there, you know, kind of fitting right in with our, our, our rule of five conversation about just the environment and the, the, the waste and the, the creation of clothing and, and it, its impact on, on our global resources. Like there is a push for dyeing things in a more natural way and even cultivating cotton to have a color as it grows. Oh, that's a good idea. That's a really which, good idea. Which, which it actually used to do yeah. until until we essentially forced all cotton to be white. Randy and I were just talking about uh, the, the the flower trick back in the day when you just put food coloring in the water as a science project when you were a little kid. Yeah. Why yeah, can't yeah. you do that with cotton? Right. Um, and so the, yeah, so this is that, that that's uh, just kind of an like a that's what I think is cool about this is using natural sort natural ways of dyeing clothing instead of a bunch of chemicals and dyes. Um, and getting something that looks really cool and unique and, and is straight from a freaking bog, Will. That's facts. Yeah. Straight from a bog. <laughs> I mean, like the, we, uh, at the company I used to work for in Michigan, Huzzah, we did a lot. We did like a video surrounding uh, the brand Doza, uh, who did a lot of indigo dyeing and things mm-hmm. like that. And it was always super interesting to me to see just the different variations of what, what happened. And just, it was just cool. Uh, I can't, it's been so long since I've even thought about it that I can't really speak at a high level or a, like, a, yeah, I can't, I can only speak at a high level about it, but like just, just the indigo dying, there's a whole slew of stuff about that, that you can yeah. go down and it's just, it's just cool. It got me kind of into indigo. I bought, I bought an indigo jacket recently, not recently, a couple of years ago, and I just haven't worn it once. So I, I just don't think it's for me. <laughs> that That's, it's not your, uh, your pottery jacket. <sighs> no, dude, my pottery jacket's hitting so hard lately. Okay. I don't know why I'm loving it lately. What, so you have an indigo jacket, like a like a like a like a dot like a denim type. It's of thing? not totally dyed, but yeah, it's almost like a fabric that was or like just, a raw. It denim. is dyed, but yeah, it just kind of looks a little more indigo-y, okay. and it's it's just a little out of my comfort zone. Okay, I bought it because I loved the shape of another jacket that I had that was green and dyed green. And when I saw that they had an indigo one that they released, I was like, oh, I'm gonna get that. I'd, I'd wear that all the time. I haven't worn it hardly at all. It's a shame. It's, it's a damn shame. Uh, maybe you can rent it on Pickle. I could rent it on Pickle. If anyone wants it, uh, find me on Pickle. Sol- I'm kind of bummed that Pickle's just not an app about pickles. So, <laughs> Solitude Studios is the, uh, the yes. brand that's doing this. Yep. Yeah. Yep. So if you go to Copenhagen and you want to go dye some clothing, go find the bog that she's been vibing out in that the uh, the elves used to dye their clothes in. Barrett, what's on your wish list this week? Um, okay. Quick story. Um, Jacob Alordi, speaking of, he he was on the He gym. might need his own bell. He he was on <laughs> Randy, ring the bell. Um, is that uh, should we put that on a hat? Randy, ring the bell. Yeah, yeah. We he, can put on. Yeah, he did an appearance on Jimmy Fallon a few weeks back, and I, I just happened to have it on ten thirty or whatever. You're just a big Jimmy Fallon guy. I do like Jimmy Fallon. Yeah, and I immediately, I immediately noticed the sweater polo that he was wearing. He looked unbelievable in it. The whole kit was giving, and um, I took a photo of it. And I did, I did my thing and I came up with exactly what the sweater was and it's from Ami Paris. And then I, you know, I had found a couple of places. It was on sale in a, in, in a few What spots. was the original price of his? The original price of this is, was 600. Okay. 
and it was on sale for for under three in some spots, okay. which was still a lot. And and uh, and but but I had I had detected it and I was keeping my eye on it. Not 48 hours later, GQ had a whole column about this outfit <laughs> and about You have these jeans. I've seen you in these jeans. I've got a pair that's 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 fine. To, I've to seen you with your Burks on and jeans that look like this. And um and 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 they blew up the spots where this was on sale and it sold out very, very quickly. Uh and it, it's like a hairy wool and everything like that. And like it's 70 degrees here already, and we're we're headed into spring. So I, I passed on that. It sold out. It's only available at full price in places. Um, and instead, what I grabbed, so this is actually, this is really more imminent cop slash just copped than anything, is uh, is this kind of like open knit handcrafted number from Abercrombie, which is not wool. It's more of like a cotton viscous blend, much better for spring and uh, at a far better price. And it honestly, it looks a lot better in person than it does on on web. But that it, it was kind of a- Can you see uh, nipple or not? Nah? No, 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 no. It's it's your nipple free here. It's it's closed enough for for that, but it still Damn. feels loose and and kind of casual and like like a great transitional piece. I'm seeing a lot of the sweater polos and and kind of I'm seeing a lot of them, whether whether short sleeve or 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 long right now. And um, I'm I'm just I, I have this in hand. It's great. It's a good price. It feels good. Uh, the the, the quality is is there, and uh, it kind of get it 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 has that alordy vibe. Mm -hmm. So. This is a good. I'm pitching it out here. For this is everybody. a good alternative for what he was wearing. A yeah. very good alternative for what he was wearing. Click on that other color. Yeah. Okay, I see you, Tan. You kind of look like a rattan rug there. A little bit. And that, yeah. I mean, the green. The green is much more approachable. This is just going to look like my skin. You yeah. I mean? It's going yeah, to wash that, me out like crazy. Yeah, we're so not going to look good in that. I, I went for the green one. Yeah. Good call. Good call. Uh, I'm going vintage this week. I've been. I've had these in my cart. I don't necessarily need this pair. I've been wanting camo pants for a while. I think there's actually some Abercrombie ones on my wish list. I really want some duck camo. Ever since I uh, interviewed uh, Ethan Glenn uh, in December on this podcast, I just had duck camo on the mind, yeah. and I just want some. These are like the closest things I've found to things to some that would fit me. They're just some vintage Carhartts. These are all over two hundred dollars, which is just absolutely devastating. Yes, yeah, somebody, jeez, I guess they know what they have. Don't like they? all of them, all of them are so expensive, and I get it because they're really popular right now. So I just know that I'm not going to get this pair, but I will be looking for some, and I will be buying some secondhand because I think all the new ones that are coming out are probably not as what I want. Yeah, yeah. And so it's just been tough, man. It's I, just been tough. And I'm not, I probably shouldn't even get these right now because I'm, it's about to be shorts weather. I'm never going to wear these. I'm not going to wear these unless it's cold out. I want to complain about the price of vintage. You know, it's like you, you're you asking us to be more sustainable and like buy secondhand and then this is the price that you're going to charge. But at the same time, it's like, you're, you know, you, you got to charge what you can get for them. Mm -hmm. And this is still the better alternative to buying a $225 pair new and you're getting more of a story and something cool yeah. and that has a patina. So like I'm a little torn on it, but I'm, I'm, I am, I'm not going to complain about I it. I will be deal hunting on this. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, this, this is a placeholder for my deal hunting. Let's put it that way. I also M want more green involved. Make sure you measure your pa pairs of pants that you have. Yes. Soft tape measure, everybody, not a ruler. <laughs> And then when you're buying vintage, you got to check the garment measurements, not the size, not the tag size. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yep. There's a lot of, t I, I follow some vintage t-shirt sites and they always are saying like, like back in the day, these were XLs. No, these are largest now. Yeah. Like <laughs> please do not buy this if you're looking for an XL. Yeah, for sure. That's all she wrote this week. Loaded episode. Loaded episode. Had fun though. Uh, next week, bear or this week, I guess a week, whatever. Next time you hear my voice, there'll be a ring on my finger. How about that? It's true. There's actually a ring on mine today. I usually yeah. don't wear it. 
And uh, and yes, you will not hear from me next week. Next week, and that means, and if you made it this far in the episode, congratulations, you get a little early nod. That means I'm going to be doing a return of the Sunday Scaries podcast for next week. I've had several topics in the hopper over the last few months since I stopped doing it in September. I'm very excited to hop in and do it again. So please give it a listen in lieu of retail therapy next week, but we'll see you then.